Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how to increase your iTunes podcast ranking. So Neil and I have been doing this one for about uh, a little over a year, I think. Yeah, over a year. Yeah, over a year. And we have, we get about, what, $550,000 a month. Now we're talking in this case about the ranking itself. So when you actually go into iTunes and you look at where you're ranked at. So, you know, what I can say is when you're looking to get your ranking up, especially when you're starting out, you have to make sure that you get in a new and noteworthy section. So this is getting people to help you know, help kind of spread the word around your podcast, getting a lot of ratings and reviews in the beginning, that's going to help you increase your podcast ranking. Um, you can join communities such as Podcasters Paradise, which is John Lee Dumas's podcast community, and they can help you out as well, right? But you got to make sure you get that initial bump. It's like when you think about PR, when you have all this news flooding in, you're going to get that initial bump, and then that's going to help you boost your ranking, at least in the very beginning. Yeah, and when it comes to your podcast and your iTunes rankings, you know, everyone says, go ask for more reviews and ratings. And we've tried that. And Eric and I have put benefits at the end. It hasn't really increased our numbers at all. Like we're looking at our numbers. They've been flat and we've tested that out. So it's like, you can try that. Maybe it'll help you, but it didn't help us. What we did find that works really well is just having doing email blasts. So taking your email list or your existing audiences and sending them over to iTunes works because then they're seeing more views. But if you just get more listens on your website, we found that it doesn't really help your iTunes rankings. More so you need to get people over to iTunes and you have to convince them to subscribe. The next thing we're going to end up testing out on my buddy gave me this idea. He has a site called Somatics and his name's Steven. He was like, dude, what you should do. And they tested this out with YouTube. He's like, just say, hey, we're going to get a really big bonus or you're going to get this. But all you have to do to receive this bonus is to subscribe to our iTunes channel or YouTube channel. And it's a great way to get a ton of subscribers really fast. And by doing that, what you'll notice is when your subscriber count goes up, your rankings will go up on iTunes, more people see it, and your view count should just go, or listen count should go through the roof. Yeah, you know, iTunes podcasting is really weird, right? Because, I mean, I'd assume with 550K, you know, we we at least are, you know, would be ahead of most people. I I think we are, but like rankings wise, sometimes we got as high as number eight under uh, business podcast. And then right now, I think, you know, sometimes we hover around 50 to 100 or so. There's there's mass kind of fluctuations whenever I check it. I don't know, Neil, what you've seen. Yeah, I, I see crazy fluctuations. Like right now, we're probably in the 20s or 30s or something like that. But it's funny when I talk to some of the other people who are higher than us, because uh, they're buddies and we just share our podcast ads, we're getting at least a few hundred thousand more listens to them. But again, iTunes is separate. They're only looking at what you get in total just from iTunes. Yep. And so 
the example I keep coming back to is, is the example of Russell Brunson from ClickFunnels. And he has a podcast called Marketing Secrets, right? And which is really good, by the way, you should listen. What I'll say is this. I mean, he was basically running Facebook traffic to a giveaway that he had around uh, this this MP3 stick, which I finally got my hands on, Neil. Uh, I have I have the MP3 stick for marketing school. And by the way, if you guys actually want that MP3 stick, tweet at us, uh, tweet at myself or Neil. Let us know that you would actually be interested in something like this because we are actually thinking about doing something exactly like this where he drives traffic to a landing page saying, hey, you know, if you want a MP3 stick with all of the marketing secrets uh, episodes on it, all you have to do, it's, it's free. You just have to pay $9 for shipping. What happens afterwards is there's a one-time upsell, right? So he has like an upsell, maybe offering some funnels or whatever. It might be like 30 bucks or something. After that, there's another upsell on top, right? So he drove Facebook traffic to this thing. To my knowledge, he would spend about $15 acquiring a new um, purchase for the MP3 stick. He would actually make $32 on the front end. So this is not including all the stuff that he he sells in the in the, in the back end where you know he has his $25,000 mastermind, da da da, like all this other stuff where he sells for a lot more, right? So if you're making, you know, 32 bucks on the 15 on 15 dollars cost per acquisition in the very beginning, that's actually really good, right? Most people are a lot of people, marketers especially, are happy with breaking even. So, also keep in mind, he was every time he got one kind of sale, he would get five subscribers as well, right? I don't know how he was tracking that. Don't ask me. That's what he said. But what I do know is when I was looking at it, I, I think he might have gotten suspended on iTunes. Yeah, because I can't find him right yeah. now. I think he might have gotten suspended. So I don't know if he got in trouble for doing this, but he was hovering at like number one on business podcasts between number one and like number 10 or so. And he was really high up. And Neil and I were wondering how he got there, right? Yeah, and it was crazy because I'm on iTunes right now trying to find him. I'm like, wait, where is he? Because he's usually at the top. Yeah, can you, if you use like Command F, he's not there? No, I tried doing a search. Wow. Which means they probably pulled him for Yeah, so maybe, maybe we won't do that, but let us know if you want it anyway. Yeah, so um, the other thing too is it's like, it, it's being consistent. So a lot of people think, oh, you need to go out there and you should just produce podcasts. You'll be popular if you market it. If you look at what Eric and I are doing... We're doing this every single day. Sure, we're not recording every day. We do it in batches of 20. But still, if you're not consistent, you're not continually putting out new content, you're not going to get popular. And we saw a little simple hack on iTunes. Normally, they only show like your top 100 or your latest 100 episodes. At one time, we're like, oh, wait, why is it only the last 100? So we ended up just showing all of them. And what we found is our our traffic just went through the roof because then iTunes started ranking us higher for every little thing. And that was really helpful. When you're also picking topics, people do search to try to find podcasts that are relevant to them. So make sure you're using things like Google Keyword Planner or Uber Suggest or any of the tools out there, SEMrush or BuzzSumo, whatever, maybe to get out ideas for topics and look for ones that are popular in search volume because the more popular they are, the chances are more hits you'll also get. Yeah, the final thing I'll add from my side is I'm looking at our iTunes page right now. Just make sure that your formatting looks good too. You, the, the last thing you want is uh, like a bunch of brackets and a bunch of like episode 5000, whatever. And then you you can't even see the title there. So if you make it a little easier, like in terms of the title, like, you know, we make ours really simple, right? How to learn copywriting, for example. And then, you know, from there, it's very easy for someone to just pick it and then add it because you don't want to make people do extra work, right? You don't want to make people think, which is a really good book. Don't make me think. So just keep that in mind. Neil, anything else to add? No, that's pretty much it. So you're good to go. Release your podcast. And if you don't rank higher on iTunes right away, it's okay. You can still get traffic from other sources. It's not just all about iTunes. 
Great. So before we go, we have a cool podcast we want to tell you about called Problem Solver. So you're, if you're into entrepreneurship and marketing, when obviously you are, you're listening to this, there's a really cool episode on Burrow, which is the Dollar Shave Club for couches and how they launched and ran a ton of pricing experiments to ultimately win market share. You can just go and listen at singlegrain.com slash solve, and we'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.